Your time to shine now, crew members. 301-230-0980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app, at WrestleMania621 on Twitter, at Pete Medhurst. Follow along. Send us your numbers for the week, your prognostications, your chance to be a big silly in the prognosticating game. Are you buying the home team looking to go to 2-0 and with a big one on the horizon against the Philadelphia Eagles coming up next week? Let's talk about it now. 301-230-0980. Chris and I will give you our numbers coming up this hour as well. Let's go to line one. Henry's been hanging around. What's up, Henry? Andre. Hey, guys. How you doing? I, I totally agree with you. I think uh, I think all year we're going to see Carson Wentz uh, dropping dimes all over the place. I really do. I mean, I think he's going to be consistent. Um, and I, I totally agree with your analogy. The weapons around him are just uh, – they might be some of the best in the NFL. Uh, but they got to prove it because everybody's counting this out. But – we got to talk about the defense. We got to talk about Jamin Davis, and and what a bad pick that was, and who they're going to get to replace him because they're going to play him this week, I think. But I don't think he's going to play that much. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Who are they going to get to uh, replace him? Who's going to fill in for him? I mean, who do we have? Are they going to bring up a safety? But uh, I'd like to hear your opinion on that. Thanks. All right, Henry, Good appreciate question. the call. Um, first of all, is there anybody on the roster right now that? A, could replace him with any modicum of more no. success. And quite frankly, dudes that are on the street right now are on the street for yeah. a reason. It's not John Bostic. We know that. It's not uh, Cully Cutson. We know that. I don't think it's Milo Eifler. I, I think we know that. Um, I love me some Milo, though. I, fine. Great. Yes. Sure. Just but he's, saying. I mean, he's not better. Th- I, I don't think he's better than Jamin Davis, but – or – some sort of replacement. And then the guys on the street, I mean, the one guy that I kept thinking about all summer was Anthony Barr, and then he signed with the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. So I think he's still with the Cowboys. I don't think he uh I don't think he got let go there after signing with them. I'm pretty sure he's still with them. Um like is Don I mean Dante Hightower is thirty two years old and is a Mike linebacker, right? I, I mean he's not replacing Davis. No, that's him. what I'm saying. I yeah. mean what are you gonna do? I mean out uh, the Lions cut, was it Jared Davis? Was it Jared Davis? Yeah. I think. I don't know if they brought him back to the practice squad or not. I don't know either, and I have to check. But if he's out there, I think he can play weak side. I'm pretty sure he can. But I, I don't have an obvious answer. I mean, listen, there it's is, not out. Because there is no obvious well, answer. Th- well, that's You're part stuck. of the problem. You're stuck. I mean, you, you could make chose. a trade, I guess, you right? You could. You could, but to get something significant, you got to give something significant. And is that really worthwhile to take a risk in a trade, giving up an asset that you know is decent, hoping that the asset you're acquiring is decent? They Look, they made their bet. They chose not to enhance on the defensive side as much here in the offseason. And again, in their defense, you weren't in the Bobby Wagner sweepstakes. You weren't in it. Please do not act like they were in it. Oh, there's some people that think they, they were in it. They were not in it. Or should have been in it. They could. They, Regard- they, they should sure have paid they call- you know, Bobby Chris, uh, Wagner sure $100 million. I'm sure they called. But unless you were giving Bobby $50 million for one year, he wasn't coming here. Okay? That was not happening. And I don't blame him for one second, by the way. No, he went to the freaking world champions. Right. And he got a five-year, 50-ish million yes. dollar deal. I mean, who? he's not going to see all of that money, but he got to play in his hometown. Right. And for a thousand times better of an organization. And, and, and as I tell you all the time, Chris, two things need to happen when you suck. A, 
You better hope that the number one overall pick is a franchise-changing right. pick. Sometimes that doesn't happen, i.e. Kwame Brown. Right. And it wasn't going to happen that year because the top two in that draft were Kwame Brown and Shane Battier. Oh, it's happened plenty of times neither in the NFL. Guy, neither guy were franchise-needle-moving yep. players. Right. Okay? So when you suck, you have to hope it's Alexander Ovechkin yes. at the top of your yes, draft board correct. that you bring in in a situation like correct. that. And when you're down and you need a free agent, you need to hope that that free agent class is fertile. Unfortunately, that free agent class, particularly at linebacker, was not fertile here this season. It just wasn't. There was not a lot to go out. You could have taken the Kmart blue light, sending it over to aisle six, and say for the next 15 minutes, this player is going to be on sale for the low, low price of two ninety nine, and it wasn't going to matter because that player was non-existent in the offseason. Well, it also seemed like the players that were available, uh, again, out, Anthony Barr outside outside of him, and he can play Mike and outside whatever. I, mean, I don't want to get too deep in the woods here, but more of the players available were Mike guys, right? And they wanted ultimately there to be a clear upgrade from Cole Holcomb at the mic, right? If if we're going to go sign one of these guys, mm-hmm. and the only one that I could think of again would be Bobby Wagner. That was a clear upgrade. Yes, is thirty two year old Dante accurate, Hightower? That's accurate. Okay, ah. is is AJ Klein a, a is Joe Schobert a clear upgrade over Cole? So, Hightower's the only one I'm willing to argue okay. that in the middle. Because Here's of his okay. savvy and experience right. with Here's Belichick the only and all question. that. If you're trying to improve on the fly, mm-hmm. if you move, if you bring in Hightower, play him in the middle, put Holcomb back outside, right? Then, you then better, that allows you to diminish you, the need for. Are you better that way than you are currently with Holcomb in the middle and Davis prob- outside? Probably is the answer. Probably, I would say. I would say probably. But that's no guarantee right? because guess what. It's week two, and Dante is yeah. still on the street. And you don't know what he wants financially. You don't know what he has left in his tank, what what he has left in his brain. Does he, he want to beat he himself only, up again? He, right. He might only want to come back if it's financially worth it, if yeah. there's a financial windfall. Or involved. if a guaranteed, or as much and of a guarantee as you can get. Physically, uh, you don't know where that guy is right, right now. But but if, if there's a team that he identifies as absolutely that's as good of a possible playoff team, i.e. the Eagles— um, or the Miami Dolphins, or if I had an injury, or to the Holcomb, Kansas City Chiefs. If I had an injury to Holcomb, I'd call him in five minutes. Well, sure, but but, but I'm just saying. I mean, like, like you, they could have called him, and nobody could have maybe found out, and he could have said, "Yeah, thanks, but no thanks." I, you know, I, I'm not really feeling it right now. But as soon as Kansas City calls him, or Green Bay calls him, or Miami calls him, or Philadelphia calls right. him, he's running. You know, again, they're People have to remember, it's not just about spending money. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I didn't do this enough last week. The Jacksonville Jaguars spent, I think it's, I think the number is like $1.6 billion in free agency over a 10-year period from 2012 to 2022. And they have the most losses in the NFL. That was the most spent on free agents. And they have the most got, losses got to in the AFC NFL during that span. Game that they should know. have won. Yes, and they were miserable after that. Right, but miserable kind of mostly before that. That was a quick like two year window where they were eh, pretty good and then really good and then should have done whatever they could to hold on to Tom Coughlin back in those days. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty line two. Let's go to North Kakalaki. That's where Sabah's at. What's up, Sabah? Hey 
guys. Well, it's been a long uh, week. I hadn't been able to talk to you guys, but I just got out of what I was doing. I thought, let me call in. I hear you guys talking about what we think for the season, or are we talking about Del Rio? Which one? Well, you guys we're talking about everything. Not really for the season. Are but they winning m- or more losing d- Sunday, yeah. Sabah? They more Del Rio and week two, yeah. If the quarterback is just average with all those weapons, we should win easily. We should be able to score 28 points just turn rolling over in bed, getting out of bed. I mean, you got Dotson, who's a player. You got McLaurin, who can just be a role player right now. He didn't have to be the number one guy. You got Logan Thomas healthy. You got McKissick. And you got uh, Samuels, who you didn't have last year. And now you don't have to rely on the fumbler of the year, uh, Antonio Gibson. He's been very minimized, and he can be used more in space. I don't even care about the defense. Just be like my Tar Heels. Outscore everybody. <laughs> the best defense is offense. Wait a second. So just keep wait scoring. A se- wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. If you're saying I don't care about the defense, yeah. be like my Tar Heels. Outscore everybody. All that sounds great. Yeah. You know what you're doing? What? You, you're, you're setting up your boy Carson Wentz or, or the guy that you don't really like in Carson Wentz to be elevated uh-huh. even further in their minds over your boy Taylor Haneke. Oh, they can't be. They have a love fest of him. But let me tell you how it's going to work out, guys. It's going to be um, uh, we're going to go to the Super Bowl, but right when we get to the playoffs, our own version of Nick Foles is going to come in <laughs> and take us to the promised land and get Super Bowl MVP. That's what's going to happen. I'm waiting for it. All right, so I hope we hopefully they outscore them uh, 63-61 like Carolina did App State uh, two weeks ago, even though Carolina in that game should have lost because App State's got a guy wide open and Chase Price somehow – Overthrew him in the end zone. Let's go to line three. Big Al's up next. What's up, Al? Hey, how y'all doing? Um, I just got a couple of comments. Um, First of all, it's the front office. It's not Del Rio. We passed up on Michael Parsons two years ago. We passed up on the Kobe Dean this year. I mean, the scouting and the front office are doing a poor job of drafting. I like Dotson. Of course I do, but... We're, we're talking about linebackers. We passed up two – well, Michael Parson is a proven commodity. N'Kobe Dean, he he can grow to be like a London Fletcher type of player. And another thing, it's not – Jamin Davis is not a good cover guy. We know that. But let's not forget Cole Holcomb. He's trash. Hamburgers rolling around in his grave looking at him missing tackles, man. Wait, who, wait, 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 who, who's rolling around in this Chris, grave? Chris Hamburger, who used oh, to wear Chris 55. <laughs> okay, I, I thought you The legendary 55 <laughs> I'm sorry. for your I, Washington I'm When you kid. said it, I had this vision of the Hamburglar from, the, you know, like the old McDonald's, uh, right? It was the Hamburglar? Yes. Uh, the dude yeah. dressed in the black and white. Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese. <laughs> Come on, man. It was great. Joe I'm Miller sorry. and I talked. Joe, Joe and I were talking about Mayor McCheese last night on the podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I just had to stop. I, my brain is shot. I mean, Al, appreciate the call, but they did not. They did not pass up on Micah Parsons. Washington had the right. 19th pick. Right. Parsons went at 12. Right. I mean, Dallas lucked out. Philadelphia Dallas, passed up on Micah Parsons. Yes, Dallas was not going to take Micah Parsons. They wanted Horn or Sertan. Right. And both guys went before their pick. Right. So, and that's why they traded out to Philadelphia, a rare in-division trade that actually has hurt Philadelphia but you know what so that is, far though? early yeah, on. But, but you know what, though? That was a bunch of teams looking at a mischievous situation in college for Micah Parsons and making too much of it. And the young fella has come in focused, ready to play football. 
um, and just continuing to have uh, a terrific career so far with 15 sacks and uh, 68 solo tackles uh, in just over one season of play in the National Football League. I, I would say the young fella's outplaying the number 12 position uh, in the draft so far. And, and look, you got to give Dallas a lot of credit. Jerry and Steven didn't panic in that moment. They just said, hey, let's trade back a couple of spots, catch our breath, reevaluate, and they turned it into a, an amazing football player. Got to give Dallas a lot of credit in that situation. Let's go down to line four. Jeff, what's up, Jeff? What's going on, guys? Hey, doing, man? Hey, Jeff. Uh, the camel clutch was my older brother's go-to move when <laughs> he wanted to talk. <laughs> and Jeff just got wiped out oh. by the 15-minute rule. Ah. We, we really? hear that click. Yeah, whenever you hear that click, it's the 15-minute uh, timer. He, 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 All right, at, we're going to get him back. He's, he's, he's a, go ahead, Jeff, go ahead. Your 15 minutes is uh, resumed. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. It's the your get-out-of-jail-free card. It's my other older brother's go-to move when he wanted to torture me. The the Sheik, Bobo Brazil, all those guys. <laughs> That's great. You know? That's great. That was fun. When you guys brought that up, it immediately brought back a million bad memories. So, <laughs> um, I thought last night was good. You know, the production was good. I had a problem. I couldn't minimize the Amazon Prime oh. apps while I was watching the game. But um, I thought last night was great. You know, that's a good team. Um, Herb Street just recently moved back to Cincy in the country club where I grew up. Caddy and has a three-year waiting list, and he miraculously got in right away. As Wait, soon as so he I thought he was living in Columbus. Then you said Nashville yesterday. Now right. he's back, and now he's in Cincinnati. Yeah, his son is a reasonably good quarterback playing for Saint Xavier, one of the Catholic high school oh, powers in okay. Cincy. Right. And uh, he actually lives kind of in my old neighborhood, okay. but. He, they got run out of Columbus because the people didn't think he rooted hard enough for Ohio uh, State. I mean, people are stupid. Well, I mean, he's yeah. in a he's in a profession that requires you to be, um, you know, quite neutral. I mean, and that's that's uh, unfortunately that's the case. And and guess what? Kirk's making a lot of money doing that. Yeah. If I was on it, ESPN, it, it, hey, if I was on ESPN and I had to do a Navy game, I would have to be neutral and play it right down the middle. So. I mean that's just the, the nature of what you do. So yeah, his, his kids were apparently taking a ton of abuse, which is just such a sad reflection oh, on yeah. our society. No, today. I agree with you 100 percent on that. I I think for the weekend uh, college, I like Maryland SMU over whatever the number is 73 and a um, half. Yeah, and I I think it that's a big number. I think it's going to go over. Um, I like the the 49ers and Seahawks under whatever the number is because it's going to be a monsoon out there. Oh, yeah. And yeah it's like 85% I'm, I'm, chance of uh, rain pretty much all day, I think it is. Heavy rain all day. Yep. And I'm, I, I would lean towards the Redskins' money line in the under. I think plus 105, it seems like a good value. I'm sorry, Commanders, my bad. Um, plus 105 seems like good value for you know at least one game out of the box. They're on a bit of a roll. And just contain Swift, and you think that they they got a pretty good shot in that game. Jeff, just to back you up, I just took the over seventy three minus one ten in the SMU Maryland game. Put, uh, yeah, put, Pete, put down you, five I think bucks. It's gonna just be, it's going to be the old run and gun type of yeah. game. If Maryland has no defense. I don't think SMU yeah. really does either. Well, that one's for you because uh, you know uh, that's a little tribute to you. So I'll tell you that? what, uh, and I'll say this, and Jeff has always appreciate the call. If you can find me better quarterback matchups in college football this week than Tung, uh, Talia Tungavailoa 
and Tanner Mordecai and also Caleb Williams and Jake Hayner in SC Fresno State. If you can find me two better quarterback matchups than that, Mm -hmm. uh, please, by all means, I'm willing to listen. But you're not going to find two better matchups of quarterbacks than those two football games, in my opinion, coming up this week. It's going to be it's going to be great, great stuff. If you're look, if you're a Maryland fan, I'm telling you right now, and you don't go to this game this game on Saturday night, you're doing that football team mm-hmm. a tremendous disservice for mm-hmm. what Mike Loxley has got building in place there. I agree. It's an exciting group, and this is a good opponent coming in in a prime time game right before the Big Ten season starts. So. This is going to be good football coming up on Saturday night uh, over in College Park. Speaking of which, we've got our Saturday six-pack picks coming up next segment. We'll squeeze those in along with the final commander's uh, picks. There's a bunch of good games uh, that I- I've got going on. You've got a bye weekend this week, Nen. No weekend, no Navy, so you're just going to kick back. And I mean, I know Kelly's got something going on gonna be a in the late afternoon, but, but you're going to watch as much college football as, yeah. as you're going to get because you don't get to see everything when you're doing a Navy right. game but you know, because you're at the stadium or whatever, right? Yep. I mean, I'm going to have the DVR working on Saturday. Because Kelly plays 10 30, 12, and 4 30. So, how do you, when you say I got the DVR work, I tape, I record all sorts of games. I never get to watch them. Well, I mean, never get to watch them. I'm going to be, and there's other, there's great late night game this weekend. I know, but that's what I'm saying. You're going to watch like, uh, when I get home, I mean, you're going to watch like, you know, Boise State Central and, and, and like the University of Hong Kong at, <laughs> at 1 30 in the morning on ESPN hey, Plus. Hong Kong has got a defensive lineman, <laughs> okay, former sumo wrestler that might be a great nose guard in the making. Right. Um, seriously, I mean, I'm going to come home. I'll, I'll be watching Maryland and SMU live. I'll be watching uh, probably God, what's the ele- there's a game that starts at eleven somewhere. Um, it's it, uh, Eastern Michigan Arizona State. No, not that Fresno. One. Oh, Fresno State USC. Yes. Yeah, ten thirty. Ten thirty. I'm going to yeah. be watching that game, and in between, I'll be watching uh, stuff because I can pull Directv up on my phone. So I'm going to have I'm going to have multiple things working Saturday night. Uh, so I can catch up on all of that. You so. think Fresno State feeling a little plucky going into SoCal and uh, USC and half, off the big uh, Stanford? Twelve and a half is a big number. Yeah. Fresno played a hell of a game against yeah. a good Oregon State team last week. Lost 35-32. So I think you get I, – I, I'm not sold either defense is elite in any way. So uh, I think your over could be in play there. And Hayner was ridiculous last week in the in the loss. I mean, he's, he's only completing seventy five percent of his passes. If you were weeks. leaning though to like the spread, would you say better chance USC minus eleven and a half, or better chance Fresno State on the road plus eleven and a half? Fresno tends to show up in these games. I think so too. They tend to show up in these games. Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley scared the, the hell is, out of me. The but. only thing is though. Lincoln Riley yeah. stays on the gas pedal. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that scares the hell stays out of me. Stays on the gas pedal. So this isn't like and Fresno, usual USC. Fresno really couldn't stop Oregon State. And if they can't stop Oregon State, I know they're not gonna stop USC. Right. This is this could be fifty two thirty five. Right. So Yeah, I don't a, need them to win, just cover the eleven and a half I would if stay I go away that way. from that number, my friend. Right. That's too dangerous. Because right. Lincoln Riley's definitely shooting for fifty every single week over our under sa- a 73 and a half in our, our saturday six pack is coming up our prediction on the lions and the commanders we got a couple more calls to squeeze in as well in this next segment stay right there it's russell and medhurst of course till noon burgundy and gold today right here on the team 980 and of course streaming live for free on the odyssey app
After all the scavengers came in, the boss just came in, and we told him, hey, it's, it's Fellowship Friday on this show. So maybe what we'll have to get with each other. Listen, the best way to keep your job. Keep the boss happy. Yeah. He was very happy. Don't piss off the boss. He was And bite him in for bagels. It was great. So I'm going to have to think about what can we do next Friday. I'm trying to think about what I have available to me in South County on my way here that would make it worthwhile. Just buy everybody a bunch of Uncrustables. That's all anybody eats around here. I could do that. Uh, strawberry and grape I, are I both mean, available. I mean, you would think, like, uh, Linnell eats them like they're going out of style. And somebody yesterday, was he, Was it you, Matt? That No? Uh, I, I, that's what I put in my daughter's lunch every day. I knew that. Yep. But somebody else was chowing down on an Uncrustable and just singing. I, I've never had one. You know and I, I bet, can't believe I've you know never had one. would be an Uncrustable person, even mm. though it's it's got carbs? I could see Danny Ruye with yeah. two young kids being an uncrustable yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm sure he is. So, but sure uh, is. they're they're very Even good. Even though it's got carbs. Well, Danny's not. Danny, I know Danny, it's Danny, hard, you know, man. Him, him and Grant were on that, uh, you know, S and P two ninety stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, so I mean, listen, I try. Carbs, try. Were, carbs were illegal. I try to avoid carbs as much as possible. There is nothing better in the world than a good bagel. Oh. Uh, Nothing better. 100% on that. Nothing better. Let's get these last couple of calls in here real quick before we get to our Saturday six-pack. Let's go to line two. Lap, what's up? Hey, what's up, Rooster? What's up, Pete? What up, Lap? You know y'all can't break y'all new... You can't break your new segment without me being on the air, man. So sorry I wasn't able to catch you guys, man. But I hope you guys are doing well. That's okay. And uh, your family as well, man. Same to you. Hey, man, you know I love you guys. Hey, um... I want this win, man. I want this win. I like what I saw for Carson. I've been telling y'all that. This dude can play. You know, he's ready to prove everybody wrong. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of weapons. It, I think that's going to be our strength of our team. I'm not really sold on the defense. They got to do better. Um, this team that we're playing is dangerous. They put up 35 points on Philly. So I think we got to come out here and handle business, man. And I like where the bye week is because – we have no choice to stand because I think we got four games after the bye. So we got to handle business early, man. Not be trying to go on no heroic uh, runs and, and last-minute runs, man. Handle business now while it's early. And we got some division games coming up, too, you know, so we can take advantage of it, man. So we'll see, man. But I'm excited, man. Um just curious to see what y'all thoughts is. And um, let's go, Commanders, baby. Appreciate your lap. Lou, you got it. What's up, Lou? Lou going once. Go ahead, man. You ain't even clicked the button, man. What's going on? I'm over there <laughs> running my mouth. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? Good, Lou. What's going on? Shout, shout out to my guy, Lap. He's one of the Hall of Fame callers, Absolutely. man. But, uh, yeah, um, I want to talk about the two guys was talking about earlier about Jam and Davis and, you know, these coaches. I, I I'm, I know, Rooster, you want to defend these coaches. I know that's what you want to do. But me personally, like, these guys, you know, they, they, they say they do their due diligence and they, they did their homework. Uh, he, they felt like he's a first-round pick. And now you go around and talk about him like, you know, he's not getting a job. Like, how do you – I mean, their job is to teach him. And you got him covering a wide receiver and yet – you want to blame him? I mean, what are you saying? Like, to me, if it's a, like Chris, I don't know, uh, you say Lionel was talking about there's a friction between right. JDR and, and, you know, Ron, but 
I mean, it's time, man. It's time to get somebody else's in here, man. Get well, they're they're gonna get. Uh, there's probably gonna be a new defensive coordinator next year, if not sooner than that. Okay, is how I'll label that. Uh, I've talked about that frequently. Linnell mentioned the same sort of thing last night that I heard. I don't want to put words exactly in his mouth, but I mean that was basically the gist. But let me let me just rewind for a second. When you say their job is to teach him, you're right. Their job is to teach him. I'm sure they're teaching him. The question is, is whether when everything is flying at 110 miles an hour, he can retain that information and put it down on pen, put the pen down on paper in the right spot and do it the way he needs to. And that's the problem is we often say, well, it's the teacher's fault, right? We could say that in school. Well, my teacher sucks. Well, does the teacher suck or do you suck? Or for whatever reason, were you not paying attention? Or were you not just able to translate it? I mean, there's a lot of variables here to say the teacher sucked or the teacher wasn't teaching it right. Might not be the right thing is is why I defend the coaches a lot. But I just think that, you know, them going around speaking to the media is, just, is not helping him. Like, you know, you're not building his confidence by you going around talking about him. He's going to hear all of this. Come oh. Sunday, he's going to be like, "I'm just going to be out there." I'm, like, I'm sure they, I'm sure they didn't say anything yesterday that they haven't told him face to face. Right? I, I just think that they, they, they need a coach a whole lot better than what they're doing right now. But come Sunday, we're going to find out, man. I thank you for y'all taking my call, man. Y'all have a blessed day. You're Thanks, pr- you too, Lou. Appreciate it, Lou. Do you think? I mean, let me ask you this: Do we, we have time before the Saturday six? Yes, yeah, go man. ahead. Do you think that Jack Del Rio said anything yesterday publicly? that he hasn't already told Jamin Davis or that Ron Rivera, has, whether they're 100%. on the same page or not, that Absolutely. Ron Rivera or no Jack Del Rio hasn't no said personally. Right? No lies were told yesterday. Well, I don't think lies, but I'm saying, no. do you think that they, like that was the first time that Jamin Davis heard that he played a so-so game and that he was just okay? Or do you think that they did the right, normal, responsible, appropriate thing and say, listen, got to play better than that. You yeah. were, you, you, you know, you screwed up here, 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 and there. And by the way, he had a sack taken away from him. By a penalty. Uh, by penalty on Kendall Fuller. I don't know if the sack would have actually happened if the penalty didn't happen down the field. But, I mean, we, we should point out that there was there was at least one good play from Jamin Davis. Unfortunately for him, it didn't count. Right. Now, there was one bad play that he got a break on, you know, or it would have been worse. I mean, could you imagine if he would have given up that wheel route touchdown to uh, Travis Etienne on the first yeah. drive, if that had actually gone down, how how much the heat would be this week? No doubt, one hundred percent. You're exactly right about that, ladies and gentlemen. You know what it is on a Friday. This is where we start to prognosticate, we start to intimidate, and we start to hopefully make your bank account a little bit of money. Last week, Guerrero went one, one, and one. Mm. There's nothing worse than a push, but at least a push is better than a loss. Time now to crank it up. It's our Saturday Six Pack. My guy is spilling coffee all over his chest like like Warren Zevon. This is horrible. The werewolf of London spilling a pot roast all over his chest. Excitable boy, they all said. You know why, A, I took in my uh, Army USAA Mm -hmm. Cup. That we got from the Army Navy game. Yeah. Number one. I didn't well, get one of those, by the way. Uh, well, you were busy that day. I wasn't. I was just there for show. <laughs> um, uh, the problem was I, I didn't take my Navy one. And then on top of that, I've got the wrong lid. As you can see, the lid has no. Oh. And I keep making the same damn mistake. There you go. 
a bad lid will do it for you. Just ask, uh, you know, cadets and midshipmen if they don't have the right lid or don't have it on the right way. That's a demerit in terms of your uniform. While he's sucking down coffee, I will go first. Let's go Carrier Dome! Yes, Dino Babers and Syracuse are all the rage after getting off to a good start, including that season opening surprise over Louisville, who bounced back last week and beat UCF. So make that win by Syracuse all that more impressive. However, however, this week, Syracuse takes on the Big Ten. Aiden O'Connell and the Purdue Boilermakers. Underdogs as they go to Syracuse in the Carrier Dome. I don't care how much air they have in that dome to blow it up and keep the roof up. It's a beautiful facility. Love broadcasting games there. It's an amazing vantage point. But this week, it's going to be an amazing vantage point for Aiden O'Connell and Purdue. Last check. Point and a half in favor of Purdue. Getting a point and a half on the road. Give me Purdue plus one and a half at Syracuse. Somebody talk to my guy, Matty Reardon. That's right. A lot of shrewd money this week, early in the week. On the California Golden Bears. Mm. Where do they play, ladies and gentlemen? That's right. Crack it open a cold one when you win this week. South Bend, Indiana. Cal, traditionally a terrific good defensive team, taking on an offensive unit at Notre Dame that's been, well, quite frankly, they need some blue pills. <coughs> They've been a little impotent. Let's go with the California Golden Bears plus 10 and a half this week in South Bend, Indiana. I was thinking about that game. I was thinking about that game. With great trepidation, okay, I really wanted to go with my Brigham Young Cougars and Jaron Hall this week. That's a high risk at Oregon. So I said, let me go down the slate a little bit further. Oh, let me go Big Ten versus SEC, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to Auburn, Alabama. Let's go to Auburn, Alabama. Penn State on the road against Auburn. Penn State, a road favorite. Thank God this game is not at Penn State, where you can't get out after a game. One way in, two ways out, okay? And they're two-lane roads where it's faster to go home through Hagerstown than it is back through Baltimore. Penn State on the road, though. At BetMGM right now, they are minus one and a half. I think in some places I've seen this even as high as three and a half. Yeah, I, I have it at minus three on yeah, Bet Online. I don't care if it's one, three, or five. Auburn has showed nothing offensively. Life and death with San Jose State last week. TJ Finley yet to hit his stride as the quarterback there at Auburn. One thing I know, Sean Clifford and Mitchell Tinsley have hit their stride, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go with the Penn State Nittany Lions. Give those three points at Auburn. Coming up on Saturday. Mr. Russell, it's all yours. All right. So you got the Nittany Lions minus three. You've got the Cal Golden Bears plus ten and a half in South Bend. And you've got Purdue plus one and a half on the road at the Carrier Dome against Syracuse. All right. So here's where I'm going to go with mine. Starting tonight's 730 kickoff in Louisville, Florida State. Somehow, some way, escaped all Brad Kelly down here at LSU Baton Rouge. 
and won that game in New Orleans by the skin of their chinny-chin-chin. Tonight, they are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against Louisville, a team that I saw get whacked upside the head by US, uh, UCF uh, last week. And with Florida State having 11, 12 days to prepare for this game and not having to play this game, coming right off of that emotional win, I'm going with the Seminoles, minus two-and-a-half. Road favorites in Louisville. I'm going to... Bank on the fact that Mike Norvell's got this team going in the right direction and that this is somewhat for real. That's game number one. Game number two of our Saturday six-pack, game number, pick number five, if you will. Get the whole idea. Pete makes three picks. I make three picks. That's six. Six (laughs) Six-pack. If you're a beer sponsor, we'd love to have you as part of the show. Uh, So here's the deal. Nebraska fired Scott Frost last Sunday, right? They lose every game by less than a touchdown. I watched Oklahoma against my sort of beloved Kent State where my daughter is going to school. And Kent State was within three points at the half, and Oklahoma then cranked up the Jets in the second half and took care of business. But Nebraska, back home in Lincoln, a new era sort of about to start. It can't get any worse, can it? I mean, they lost to uh, uh, Georgia State last week, 45-42. They keep every game close. Give me Nebraska plus the 11 with the stench of the Scott Frost era off their back. Scott Frost is going to win national championships, baby. That's what the media said. (laughs) Nebraska plus the 11 at home against Oklahoma. And for my third game, I mentioned Florida State beating Brian Kelly and LSU in New Orleans a week and a half ago. Well, LSU back home in Baton Rouge, where the accent won't go over well either. But Brian Kelly will keep trying, just like the LSU Tigers will. They are two-and-a-half-point dogs at home to Mississippi State. Give me LSU. Oh, No? You don't like that pick? It's your choice. You don't like that pick, It's your huh? choice. No. That rarely gets a groan of that magnitude from Pete Medhurst. Look. Should no, I back I off? I am the biggest Brian Kelly I fan. I was going to go Penn State minus the three, but you took that no, from you, me. So I had to, we can pick the same right, game. How about this? How about this? All right. No, don't this? let. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Because if LSU wins, you're going to say, why did you talk yeah, me no, out of it? But then I have fodder for the show. Give me App State Jerry Snyder, baby. Dan and Teased boy. Woohoo! In front of the college game day crowd, minus 12 and a half over Troy. I don't know anything about Troy. Seems like a right thing to do to pick App State. Go, Jerry Snyder, baby! Hopefully, they're winning big and Jerry can get into the game late. That's what we're hoping. Well, is, I, is Dan I, and T going to be there? Absolutely. I guess they're going to they be there, be. right? Down in Boone? If I'm, if look, Are they going to be on the college game day set with, uh, look, with Kirk Curb Street and Lee Corso I, I, and I said this in all RG3? Series. I said this in all seriousness <laughs> yesterday. Dan and T deserve to be parents. Let them be parents. Let their kid have an unbelievable experience with a great football program. I have no problem with that. And let them enjoy the college experience. There's nothing better, man. When I was watching my kids play college sports, there was nothing better. I have no problem with yeah. that. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be there or that they it's wrong for them to be there. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to have a little fun with it time from time to, to time. Time to get to the pros. Okay. Detroit and Washington. Uh, Washington plus 105 on the money line, plus one right now. 
So the money is inching toward Washington. Mm-hmm. Lions have been his favorite by as many as two and a half to three. A lot of sites over and under is 48 and a half. I am banging the over if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a significant wagerer. Bang. I am banging the over. Okay? Bang the drum is like a whack-a-mole pick? hammer. Where are you gonna make a game pick? Uh, I mean, well, I think we make both, but I, if I'll give you the extra incentive. Um, a, I'm going to take Washington to win mm. the football game, and I'll take the over. I'm going to take Washington to win this football game by a count of 38 to 23. Right. Wow. 38-23? 38 38-23. Holy Commanders. Talk about taking command, baby. That's what it's all about. Take command, Scott Turner. Do it. First drive. Let's get... Tell those guys, go right down the field, punch it in their face, and then we'll be the team in the locker room where everybody will be filming and knocking kneecaps off and stuff like that. And then we get ready for Philadelphia, baby. All right. Just as you do on the It's College Football podcast with Joe Miller, available anywhere. Just dropped the preview <clears throat> last night. It's available you on ma- iTunes. You made those picks that you just made with us on the Saturday six-pack. Well, I, my friend... Made a pick on the Locked On Commanders podcast, available on YouTube, Odyssey, uh, WUSA 9 Plus app, anywhere you get your podcast, audio, video, the whole thing. With David Harrison, I made the pick yesterday, or for today's episode, for the Lions and the Commanders, and I, unfortunately, am going to be the bearer of doom and gloom. I'm going Detroit, minus the one, one and a half, two, two and a half, whatever you get it at, Detroit, 30 to 27. I think Washington plays well enough. I think Washington is right there. I think Amon Ross St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, DJ Chark, uh, uh, DeAndre Swift, assuming that he plays, which I assume he will, Jared Goff, sleeping on him a little bit, and that defense just a hair too much. For Detroit, loud atmosphere. I think they're desperate for a win. You do not want to go 0-2 at home. Maybe Washington looking a little bit ahead, a little bit ahead to Philadelphia. I'm going the Lions 30 the Commanders 27, Lions minus the points. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. One of us will be happy on Monday bragging the other. I hope I'm wrong. The other will find themselves under your purgatory of phone calls, especially if Washington gets to 2-0. It doesn't matter how they get there. Just be 2-0 heading to the home clash with Philadelphia next week. The news, he's got it. All right, Commander's on the practice field right now as we speak. Final tune-ups for the Detroit Lions. Uh, Of course, Ron Rivera will address the media and the final injury report to come with Wes Schweitzer. Of course, dealing with that hamstring, Cam Curl, uh, still trying to come back from the thumb. He's been limited uh, the last two days. We will indeed see uh, what their statuses are moving forward. Mention college football and our Saturday six-pack. If you just missed all the picks, uh, hit the Odyssey Rewind, the Team 980, Florida State, Louisville tonight, 7.30, Air Force in Wyoming as well, available for you at 8 o'clock tonight. Meanwhile, over at the ballpark tonight, Nats after another day off get going against the Marlins team they traditionally struggle with whether it's in Washington or in Miami 705 635 Nats on deck with Charlie and Dave on 1067 the fan and that's what's trending Part of the show, 
And this segment, by the way, probably starting Monday is going to move up an hour. I think there's a good chance this, think this so. segment is going to move up an hour coming up on Monday for those of you that tune in. And look, mm-hmm. the great thing about it is the audience has bought into this segment. It's been fantastic. Right. They send us dum-dums all the time. Our man Ryan Powell always contributes and stuff like that. So if you if you see something out there that qualifies for Dumb Dumb of the Day, tweet it at WrestleMania621. He'll be glad to take a shot at getting it on for you. So without further ado, let's find out who's going to be the D-U-M-B of the day. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. All right, Mr. Medhurst, thank you very much for that perfect lead up. Uh, first of all, I'd like to point you out, uh, I posted this late last night in case you didn't see it. Uh, go back, you can check it out, at WrestleMania621. Apparently there was a tractor trailer that overturned in uh, Oklahoma on a highway. Is this your dumb dumb of the day? No, 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 oh, no, no, oh, this I is just it. a precursor. Yeah. This is just a precursor. <laughs> but what made it interesting, uh, the tractor trailer that overturned uh, off the exit ramp, <clears throat> apparently uh, it was full of... Uh, Toys that you need batteries for, maybe? Perhaps. Perhaps. You might You might need a battery and you might be a little hot and tingly. Let's Are just put it that way. Are they classified sometimes as massagers? Yes. I think Jeff Walker has one down in the other studio. <laughs> I've been waiting to hit him with that because I know they bust his chops about that. About his little personal massage thing. Anyway, you can see it on my Twitter. The best part was, the best part was the air traffic control. Op, you know, the, on the news said, <clears throat> "quote let off his report." "Quote a semi that overturned and lost its load." <laughs> a semi that overturned and lost its load. Again, you can watch it all on my Twitter. Barstool Whoa. Sports put it up. Yes, indeed. But that is not the dumb dumb of the day. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll get through this quickly because I know we're uh, running short on time. Well, apparently, Dateline, not Florida, but India. See, we're starting to stretch out. And I mean stretch out. Our dum-dum of the day. International style for a second time this week. 27-year-old man in the lovely spot of India. Had to be hospitalized for... Shoving a deodorant canister up his rear. Where did he stick it, Chris? Well, he shoved it way up there because the damn thing was almost eight inches. And it was stuck in there for apparently three weeks. So, <laughs> so, the, <laughs> he had, he had severe abdominal pain And the hospital staff conducted several x-rays in which they revealed, actually it was a seven and a half inch can of deodorant that was inexplicably lodged in his colon near his anus. The doctor so they said, had to. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> <laughs> so they had to go in and remove it. Of which they did a two-hour surgery to remove a can, a seven-and-a-half-inch can of deodorant. And then, look, I'm not lying to you. They took pictures with the can of deodorant. Oh, my God. Right? 
Look at that thing! They're Could touching you? it! They're holding it like the Vince Lombardi trophy! Could you imagine that thing being inside of you? Oh my god! <laughs> They're holding it like the Vince Lombardi trophy! I mean, I don't know if Look I'm gonna get those. fired for this, but my god, how in the Look world at those does that happen? Look at the joy on their face <laughs> holding that can! <laughs> so, Mr. 27-year-old man that put a seven and a half inch can <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Sorry, you can do whatever you want. Just a seven and a half inch can of deodorant. I, I don't know if you want to do that. Can we get that guy on Oprah or something so she can exam <laughs> get to the bottom of this, examine, sir, what were you thinking oh at the time God. you placed that seven and a ounce metal can up your rectum? <laughs> I don't know, Oprah. I thought it would make everything smell better. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. You were wrong. You were very mm. wrong. Look, the joy on those surgeons' faces. They were holding that can like the Vince oh Lombardi my God. trophy. They, that they was were so something. happy. That was <laughs> look at, something. Look, Ma, look at what we plucked. <laughs> Russell's got CBS Sports Radio duty tomorrow, 6 to 10. So after the Nats game, yep. which is at 4.05, tune into the fan. You'll hear Chris on tomorrow night. I'm sure he'd love to have your acquaintance. You know the phone number by heart? No. Eight, uh, oh, to CBS? Yeah. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Write that down. Stick it in About your About 8.30 or so, roughly. Yeah. Maybe a little bit earlier for 106.7. you got to wait for Craig Heist to get done with Nats Talk <laughs> Live. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He'll be telling people to not be a donk. Don't be a so. donk. <laughs> That'll do it for us. Burgundy and gold today. Linnell and Doc ready to bring us strong to the mic from inside the locker room next right here on the Team 980, streaming live on the Odyssey app.